0: You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome to Ship Talking, WCHL's relationship talk show. Here at Ship Talking, we talk about all angles of all types of relationships – Thanks for listening to us. And if you have a question or an idea for Ship Talking or would like to come on the show and tell your story, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at shiptalking at wchhl.com. All right, so we've talked a lot at Ship Talking over the last couple of weeks. We've talked about dating during this social isolation. We've talked about connecting with friends during the quarantine. We've talked about Breakups during the quarantine. I think the last few months have definitely been a time for reflection on the way we connect and maintain our relationships. And the two guests I have on today are going to share one of my favorite stories of how a relationship came to be. I have with me Danielle and Jason. Hello, friends. Hi, Sharon. How's it going? I'm pretty
2: good. Pretty
1: good. Just ate some fajitas. Just ate some fajitas. I love it. All right. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm
3: excited to be here. I, know. I love listening to you. Well, thank As you. A especially. I'm like, I just love hearing your voice on
1: these. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, jumping in. Danielle, you and I have been friends for a long time. We are former colleagues and forever friends right? Absolutely. Right. And Danielle, I've been thinking a lot about having you come on and share your story because it is honestly, probably one of my favorites. Um, your story. Is it your favorite too? Um, your story is, is honestly like one. I tell my friends, my friends don't, who don't even know you. I'm, I'm often (laughs) like, let me tell you my story about my friend, Danielle and Jason. Um, I think there is something very, like, almost cinematic to how you and Jason came together.
3: (laughs) We have talked about that, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's almost like you two are another plot line of love, actually. (laughs) I'm into that. Uh, So, Danielle, you almost joined me a couple weeks ago, and you didn't because we were both like, wait we need to have Jason on because one thing that makes your story really interesting is that there are just two very different sides to your story. And I'm really happy, Jason, you're joining us because as I think back about your relationship and my perspective as just a friend to Danielle, um, I see you, the relationship between you two as being very kind of like (laughs) rom-com (laughs)
3: and we have watched a lot of those
1: together I know yes we have so Jason I remember like literally hours and hours just analyzing your text messages (laughs) that's accurate that's accurate yeah and just like thinking with Danielle about like what what does he mean by this what is he feeling like over interpreting everything so Jason Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to get your insight here. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, if, this is, if our relationship is a rom-com, then I was definitely the coolest guy that took a really long time to come around and, and realize what he was feeling.
1: You sure? <laughs> you sure were. All right. So you two have been friends for a long time. Uh, you originally met at church. Is that right?
3: We met through a friend who went to church with Jason and uh, worked at Duke while he was a student. So a friend who knew him through a college ministry, and she was a friend of mine who's like a similar age to me.
1: Okay. And when I say friends, I don't really mean like, oh, he's my friend, like loose friends. You two have had this very kind of unique, I think, tight friend circle over the years. Am I right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. We have some guys and girls that we hang out with a lot. And especially around the time a few years ago when we first met, Jason was first out of college, we would hang out a lot. and I don't know. Every week we're together at some point.
2: Yeah, it was just kind of like this was the default group. Like whatever we were doing, we were probably doing it with all six of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a very friends-esque group. Yeah, that's uh, So – Danielle, you're 34 and Jason is 27, right? Yeah, that's right. And I think that's something kind of to mention at the beginning of your story. But I think when we're talking about you two being friends, it doesn't matter that much. But I do mention it now because I think this age difference plays a big factor later on in the development of your relationship, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So listeners, just like – we'll put a, put a pin in that. Remember that age difference. <laughs> um, so, okay. You're, you're both friends. You are, and how, how long ago did y'all meet? I forgot to mention that.
3: Four years ago. I think we met when I was 30 or I just was turning 30. I guess I was 29 when we like met, but when we became friends, I was
2: Oh, yeah, there was kind of a gap, because we, like, initially met when I was still a senior in college. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, this is just one of Sarah's friends, like, I'll never see her again.
3: Yeah, I was like, this guy's in college, so I don't know who this is, and, because I was 29 when we met on Valentine's Day at a friend's house, and I was like, this is a very blonde person who is very young.
1: (laughs) You met, y'all met on Valentine's Day?
3: We did, Yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't know that. That's adorable. Oh, you okay, so you've met a, a while ago and, after, and soon you became very tight friends. So I want both of you to answer this question separately and we might have to continue this on um, past the break, but when did your feelings towards each other shift from being something that was very platonic and friendship based to being something more?
3: I... I think we would actually say around the same time, once we talked about it later. Okay. Um, It was around Jason's 24th birthday, so I guess we'd known each other a year?
2: A little over a year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, I mean, I had been getting along well, and it's just always been easy between the two of us to talk and have fun and laugh together, and he had a party at his house for his birthday where people stayed night and just hung out all night and we ended up spending a lot of that just the two of us at his house. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine into the wee hours
2: in the morning and there was a definite moment when Danielle leaned her head on my shoulder and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like <it. laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs>
3: And I don't, I remember we were close, but later he was like, yeah, you were leaning your head on my shoulder. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that sounds right. So yeah, that's around when we both would say uh, our feelings started, but two years before we dated. Okay. Uh, Jason started dating someone pretty much two days later.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, I mean, again, he, it goes back, and it's part of our story of, like, not really sure what either of us felt on that night or day or around that time. We knew, we, like, oh, this feels like something, but still also didn't make sense to either of us. And you didn't
1: but, acknowledge it to each other.
3: Right, no. It was okay. never we talked about it until we all the way talked about it years later.
1: Years later. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a pause right there. And we'll continue to hear how things develop when we get back. Thanks so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill.
0: You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome back in to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon, joined again by Danielle and Jason. How you doing, friends? Doing well. Do Good. Good. Thank you for rejoining me. So you were telling me in the last segment that you met about four years ago and then kind of at the same time, really realize you had some feelings toward each other. There was this uh, moment at a Valentine's Day party, right?
3: That's what. So the Valentine's was when we first met.
1: OK. Valentine's is when you first. It's m- like a
3: passing. We met. OK. Yeah. is when that happened.
1: OK. There was this moment at this party. You were both like, huh. And then you didn't do anything about it. And Jason started dating someone else. Is that fair?
3: Yeah, he was um, <laughs> dating a friend of my roommates at the time. So I got to hang out with her and hear about that sometimes.
1: Yay. So,
3: <laughs> talk about the relationship. It was so fun for me. Oh my gosh did what I felt. It was very rom y as you would say. Yep. <laughs> we love, you know? Yeah. We
1: love now. Yeah, we do. Okay. So I mean, what happened after that? Like it's it's three ish years of of this um how did that shift over time
3: it took a while I would say we had periods where we were closer and that I would kind of also let him in again like I'd be like oh this feels like something and then it wouldn't be and I would still be like we would still be close friends but there was a little bit more distance at times of like oh we we for a while. This is a funny part of our relationship where we would just snap each other every day on Snapchat and then respond to everything. I remember. I like, is, yeah, I mean, you saw it all. It's like this doesn't seem normal, but maybe this is just fun for us because we like talking to each other.
1: Yeah, so we I remember.
3: long Period of that.
1: I remember because you and I were at the Grand Canyon. We took um, a holiday and we went to Sedona together, and that was about the time where you were like, Sharon, like, look at all these snaps. Like, this is a thing, right? And I was like, yeah, it seems like a thing, but he's not acting like it's a thing. Um, Yeah, I remember that went on for a while.
3: Yeah, it definitely did because it was like, well, this is just fun. I like talking to my friend and I'm not going to do anything. And there was no one at the time where I was like, this is not holding me back from having feelings for someone else. I'm not a huge dater. I will be interested in people if, I, if something comes along, but I'm not, like, dating just to date. And so I definitely was like, oh, this is fine. I'll figure this out or I won't. And, and that's kind of how it kept going for a little while.
1: Yeah, you're very practical and pragmatic about it.
3: <laughs> I tried to be. I tried.
1: Okay, Jason, uh, take the mic. Tell us. What was your side of all these snaps? What was going through your head?
2: Oh, my gosh. Too much was going through my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, like, I definitely recognized and knew that I had feelings for Danielle. And, that like, I really liked spending time with her, really, like, talking to her. And just, like, everything felt really natural. Like, we just vibed really well. Um, we just had very compatible personalities. And so, yeah, I was really enjoying all the snaps and all the talking and I think I was conflicted between like recognizing that I had these feelings for her. And then also just knowing that that there was like that looming age gap. And I think it was a much bigger deal for me when I was younger and yeah. like right out of college versus like, as I was yeah. starting to get older, but I think I just, that was a huge hang up for me. Um, I just worried a lot about like what other people would think. And if something about our relationship that we'd always be explaining to people and so in my mind, like, I think I had a very specific idea of, like, the person I wanted to be with, and I never thought that the, a huge age gap would be involved. And so I just was kind of conflicted where I was like, okay, I have these feelings for her, but also, like, I don't think this would ever work, so I can't do anything with that.
1: Were your thoughts that fleshed out? Like, were you at the point where where you were able to say, like, these feelings I have are clear <laughs> romantic feelings, or, or were you kind of... Suppressing that, but feeling like a strong draw.
2: Mm. I was the second. I was trying, I was probably trying harder to suppress them. Yeah. I was almost confused about like why I had them.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I think it's, I, well, I think one, I think it's scary to date a friend, right? And so uh, I think you had a lot of, from my perspective, y'all had a lot of things going on. Like you were in this very close, friend circle and then you also had this kind of like um this age gap which is just like society tells us that that's not how it is like we shouldn't do that like I I um I think there was a lot of a lot of layers
3: yeah that's very true because at the time it was he has the layers of like will this look weird I have the I was thinking through he was thinking about, does this look weird? Our age gap is this. Also, our friends, how would they take yeah. this? And, like, is someone younger going to want to date someone older? Also, will it affect our relationship? Do I have strong enough to want him to do something?
1: And I so, remember you, Danielle. Like, I remember at the beginning you just being so frustrated, being like, "Oh, I know I like this guy, but he's 25. Like, I, I, I remember you – really yeah. struggling with that too. And it, from my perspective, yeah. it seems like you just kind of gave in to that. You were like, all <laughs> right, like, <laughs> I also know
3: I can, I think you can speak to the Sharon and I know Jason can have like if I have my mind on something. Yeah. I have a hard time of changing it. And so like, I'm like, these are feelings that makes sense me, I think I'm pretty practical, but also like that combination of practical and emotional um, in the sense of like being a feeler, but being a thinker, I was like, no one, I think before we started dating, I'd gone on a couple of dates with a guy and I was like, I just would get so frustrated because I was like, I don't like being with anyone in the same way. Yeah. And even like after one of those dates, I went over to Jason's house and hung out with him <laughs> just as friends because we were leaving to go home for Christmas or something. And I remember just being like very annoyed that the date wasn't what I wanted it to be because it was just better to be hanging
2: out with Jason.
3: And
1: how is that for you, Jason? Like how is that to have Danielle come over to your house after she went on a date?
2: Uh I remember that period of time and like even though I still didn't know exactly how I felt about Danielle or either like neither was I ready to act on those feelings. I remember thinking like I hope this goes very badly. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's funny. Danielle. Okay. One more question before we break next. So you were very adamant about him initiating. Like you were very aware of your feelings. Um, Sorry. My dog is whining. And at times I was, I remember being frustrated with you being like, well, why can't you initiate this? Like he is giving you these signs. Like you're older and maybe more confident and experienced. Like, but you were adamant about it. So where does yeah. that come from in you? I, why were why were you so strong in that?
3: Well, I think I was like, if he wants it, if he wants to do something, I also knew him well enough to know, like, if he wants to do something, he will either be ready or he won't be. And if yeah. he's ready, he'll say something. And I think also our age gap, I wanted him to be at a maturity to speak into it himself and feel strongly enough about it, especially with, like, our friendship at stake. Like, if he is feeling this, he needs to be able to tell me instead of me pulling it out of him. All right. And that's important for me.
1: Yeah.
3: And I think it really – he was able to tell me when we started dating – It really paid off to just wait for, to hear that from him. Because I have no problem with like women asking people out on a date, but I personally needed that initiation from him to feel pursued and to feel wanted in that. Mm. And to feel like he was ready. All
1: right. We're going to pause right there. And when we come back, I want to hear about Jason doing just (laughs) that. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us on Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill.
0: You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome back into Ship Talking. I'm your host, Sharon, joined by Danielle and Jason. What's up? And in this segment, Jason, I want to hear how you finally got your act together. It's been four years. You know you have strong feelings for your best friend who is eight years older than you. That's scary. But uh, you did it. You got your act together. Tell us how. Tell us how it happened, too. Go.
2: Yeah. So I I guess the process to kind of come around to admitting what these feelings were and figuring out what to do. Uh, it happened around in like January of last year. Um, I was kind of doing just a lot of soul-searching in general. I was trying to figure out if I wanted to apply to business school, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I found this really interesting article that we laugh about now because it's ridiculous. Uh, but the title of the article was Seven Strange Questions to Ask Yourself to Find Your Life Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that makes me sound really cool. But I, the whole point was like, take a different perspective, ask yourself questions that are, like, from totally out and left field to, like, realize what you want. And uh, question number, like, three or four was, what can you do to better embarrass yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Date
3: me. Date me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but re- really what the question was getting at was, like, what in your life, like, are you afraid of? What like What is it that you want to do that, like, shame or fear of what people think is holding you back from? And I immediately thought of Danielle
3: oh wow it's sweet and weird at the (laughs)
2: same time yeah so it's weird enough but it like helps me recognize like wow like I think there is just like a lot of shame and a lot of like thinking about what other people in the world will think that's holding me back and so I decided not to let that happen anymore and started like talking to a lot of my like older guy friends that I trust and some married friends and like telling them how I felt and like asking them seriously is this a problem? Is this weird that I like this girl that's seven years older than me? And every single one of them was like, no, why are you worried about that?
0: Why do you care (laughs) what other
2: people think? Like, no, you two, like, would be great together. And helps me realize, like, okay, like, I need to take this next step.
1: And what was the next step? Tell us what you did.
2: Um, I basically told her how I felt about her point blank and asked her if she felt the same way and if she would want to um, be more than friends, move into a new kind of phase of our relationship. Yeah.
3: When he did that, he, we definitely had a two-hour conversation kind of going back over our friendship and timeline. He wanted to sit down and talk about timeline of like, oh, this is when I started having feelings. This is when I was confused. I'm so sorry about that. And us kind of both telling sides of our story to each other, which was a really fun conversation. It was very fun, yeah. Even I was like, It was interesting to hear parts of it that were
2: like, oh, that matches. It's like, I remember that.
1: I felt the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason, that was literally, like, I don't think I've said this to you yet, but props to you because you did everything right. That is literally every girl's dream. Thank you for for sharing this on Ship Talking because hopefully that can be some guidance to um, some other some other friends out there who are struggling to be maybe as direct and as bold as you were. So uh,
2: much appreciated. Yeah, I hope it's uh, inspiring to some other guys.
1: <laughs> and we have about a minute left, so tell us what's next.
3: We are getting married in July. Yay! And- yeah, so very exciting, having small, smaller wedding, obviously, than we originally thought. But getting married, and then we are moving to Chicago. Uh, so, I know, sad, but we're but excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jason can get his MBA at Northwestern, and then I'll be hopefully teaching there once I find a job. Yay. So we're excited about that move, though, because we both love Chicago.
1: Congrats. I'm excited. Congrats, Jason, on that. Um, oh. It's a great school, and I'm excited to... Come, I promise I'll come visit you in Chicago. Yeah, you
3: better.
1: I will. Thank you so much, Jason and Danielle. That's all we have time for.
3: Thank you
0: for having us. This was fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was super fun. Uh, thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the On Demand page of our website, chapelborough.com.